Some have said that the Bitmar Daily Crypto Watch is so good, it's so jam-packed full of information, that it's actually stopped some municipal services in their tracks. All units, stand by. Whoa, whoa, hey, get back to work, everybody. Solana is halted and restarted again because of a bug. Netscape creator Mark Anderson confirms that Web3 looks just like the internet in the late 1990s, and just 18% of people in a recent survey expect Bitcoin to not become legal tender everywhere sooner rather than later. Hey everybody, it's Nathan from BitMart here with your June 2nd, 2022 edition of the BitMart Daily Crypto Watch. We've got some cool headlines to dig into, so let's get started. Solana halted again by a bug linked to certain cold storage transactions. The Solana network suffered its latest outage on Wednesday, felt for over four hours by a bug in how the blockchain processes a niche type of transaction that's designed for offline use cases. Validators began restarting the network only after disabling these durable nonce transactions, Solana Labs communications chief Austin Federa told Coindesk. Those transactions will remain next until developers identify and patch the exact culprit that threw Solana's consensus mechanisms off kilter. That may have ramifications for offline custodians whose transactions fall under this category, perhaps even freezing their ability to move funds until the patches in, validators said. Even so, by late Wednesday, a number of exchanges were reporting problems with Solana deposits and withdrawals, among them Binance, Coinbase, and Crypto.com. The chain's native SOL token was already trading lower on Wednesday when the outage began around noon Eastern time. It continued its 24-hour slide and was down nearly 13% around 8.30 p.m. EST, trading at just $40, according to CoinMarketCap. Federa said durable nonces represented an incredibly small percentage of transactions on Solana until recently. The technology has been growing in popularity amongst exchanges. In cryptography, a nonce is a random number used for a specific purpose. Quote, this was probably a bug that existed for a while, but never really became an issue because it isn't something that most people use, Federa said. Durable nonces on Solana are designed for token holders with complex offline signing setups that can't always prep their transactions fast enough for the speedy network. Solana has been slowly coming back to life since Wednesday evening as key infrastructure pieces, such as RPC nodes, resumed their work. Get back on it, Solana. Early internet vibes confirmed. Billionaire tech entrepreneur turned venture capitalist Mark Andreessen says that Web3 and its underlying blockchain technology reminds him of the rise of the early internet. Andreessen, better known today as the co-founder of the blockchain-focused venture capital firm Andreessen Horowitz, A16Z, originally found success by developing the first widely used web browser called Mosaic and then founding Netscape Navigator, which dominated the browser market throughout much of the 1990s. A recent appearance on the Bankless podcast alongside investment partner and colleague Chris Dixon, Andreessen said that the increasing adoption and flurry of development in Web3 appears remarkably similar, similar to the rush of activity that marked his early years in tech. Anderson stressed that he would not make this sort of sweeping comparison idly, and that it was the first time he'd ever even made such a claim. Quote, This is the only time I've ever said that Web3 is like the internet. If you go back through all of my historical statements, one could imagine that with my experience I could have said this like 48 times. Yet I've never made this comparison before. I've never said it about any other kind of technology because I just wanted people to know that I don't take the comparison lightly. 
While the parallels between the adoption path of blockchain tech and the early internet have often been made by crypto enthusiasts, to the chagrin of crypto critics, Anderson's frontline experience lends him a unique authority to make such statements. He added that the current Web3 landscape is attracting the world's smartest people. Quote, the easiest way to think about it is when you get something like this that has a movement that has a sort of collective effort behind it, it's attracting many of the world's smartest people to work on it. Basically, the criticisms are playing out differently than the critics think. Pushing back against the long list of criticisms leveled at crypto and digital assets, Anderson said that Web3 entrepreneurs see these problems as opportunities. Quote, the critics make this long list of all the problems, but you're getting these genius engineers and entrepreneurs who flood into the space. What happens is they look at that long list of problems as a long list of opportunities. It would be similar to if you had a house project that was going sideways and then you get all these complaints and all of a sudden the world's best architects and master builders showed up the next day to fix your house, he said. All of a sudden, you've got the best house in the world. This can actually happen. Anderson said that the Web3 is missing is the missing link for the internet, bringing trust, sovereignty, and financial utility to the ecosystem. Previously known for its early investments in Instagram and Slack, Anderson's firm first entered the crypto industry with an investment in Coinbase in 2013, and has since backed major cryptocurrency-related businesses, including Polychain Capital, OpenSea, Solana, Avalanche, and Yuga Labs. A week ago, it announced the launch of its fourth cryptocurrency fund at $4.5 billion, bringing the total amount of capital invested by Andresine Horowitz in crypto businesses to just over $7.6 billion. According to a letter penned by managing partner Chris Dixon, A16Z launched the latest fund to capitalize on what Dixon calls the golden era of Web3 development. Anderson concluded the podcast with a, succinct, with a succinct explanation of why A16Z is tipping so much money into the industry. Quote, we could actually imagine the entire global economy running on blockchain in like 30 to 50 years. Just 18% of respondents do not expect Bitcoin to become legal tender in three years. Potentially fueling a bullish approach to Bitcoin investments, only 17.9% of surveyed individuals said they do not expect Bitcoin to become legal tender within three years, according to a recent report prepared by The Economist Group. The answers to the survey were sourced from a group of 3,000 people between January and February of 2022. Some 50% of the respondents came from developed countries such as the US, the UK, France, and South Korea, while the remainder came from developing economies such as Brazil, Turkey, Vietnam, and South Africa. When respondents replied to the statement, I expect my country's government or central bank to officially make Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies legal tender for transactions in the next three years, some 36.6 of those polled strongly or somewhat agreed, 43% neither agreed or disagreed, while 17.9 said that they strongly disagreed with this statement. A slightly lower share of the respondents, 36%, said that they expected their country's governments or central banks to issue a central bank digital currency, also known as a CBDC, within the next three years. Only 18.6% doubted this will happen, and 43% neither agreed nor disagreed. It's noteworthy that executives, one of the subgroups polled, increasingly claimed that CBDCs are likely to replace physical currency in their country, while almost two-thirds, 65%, say this will be the case compared with about one-half of last year, according to the report. 
The respondents demonstrated a similarly bullish approach to non-fungible tokens, as some 60% said that they strongly or somewhat agreed with the statement that they expect to buy, hold, or sell such assets in the next three years. Only 7.5% said the opposite. Quote, it's natural for physical cash to be complemented by digital cash, as the world is becoming more digital and it's a natural evolution, said Tobias Adrian, financial counselor and director of the Monetary and Capital Markets Department of the International Monetary Fund, who is quoted in the report. Quote, it might not be used much in principle. Being possible to convert into central bank digital currency, though, might be an important anchor for the digital economy, said Adrian. Crypto assets continue to be the most commonly used form of digital payment, as they are used by 13% of survey takers, followed by digital currency issued by technology and financial firms at 12%, and government-issued digital currency comes in at a paltry 9% share. This is largely similar to year-over-year comparisons, according to the report. Quote, all survey takers had made a payment for a product or service over the past 12 months using any kind of digital payment, with one half being from developed countries and one half representing developing countries, the study said. The survey also found that the biggest barriers towards greater adoption were similar with regards to the different types of digital currencies available with small nuances. For open source digital currencies such as BTC, the lack of knowledge as a reason dropped from 51% to 22% on a year-by-year basis. The main obstacle seen now is for the creation of a secure form of digital personal ID, cited by 24% of the respondents compared with 13% last year. For CBDCs, adoption continues to be limited by a lack of education, 27%, technical literacy, another 27%, and unequal access, 27%, among other barriers, according to the survey. Whoa, we got through that, didn't we? If you love the Daily Crypto Watch, definitely check out NFT 101 with my colleague Matt Ryan for everything NFT-related, available wherever you get audio content. He's been on fire lately with the interviews, the great stories, the NFT-specific news. It is truly a non-fungible experience that your ears will never forget. And did I mention it also pairs perfectly with the release of, of BitMart's NFT Marketplace on June 6th, which current users can use our show notes link to sign up for an exclusive NFT airdrop. Don't have a crypto account and want to trade the headlines that I just talked about or have talked about in any of these episodes? Use the code BSMART to sign up for a BitMart account today and start your crypto journey now. We'll know that you're a listener and you'll have access to all the latest cryptocurrencies and tokens. Your daily dose of crypto news is always available on Twitter, Facebook, and Telegram as a graphic. Remember to follow, like, and subscribe to all of our social media for the latest updates on everything BitMart. I've been Nathan. You've been wonderful, and I hope that these headlines have enabled you to make better decisions in crypto.